Hi, Oncers. It's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. So let's get started. Episode 705, Greenbacks. Tiana seeks help from a traveling sleuth the iconic Dr. Facilier, in an attempt to save her kingdom. But when it's revealed that he has an uh, ulterior motive, she's forced to take matters into her own hands. In Hyperion Heights, Sabine and Jacinda take on a risky business venture, but the strength of their friendship is tested when Victoria interferes with their plans. Meanwhile, Ivy recruits Henry to investigate Victoria, and Ronnie makes a discovery that could change her relationship with Henry forever. Rogers uncovers a crucial clue in his search for Eloise Gardner. This one's written by Christopher Hollier and Adam Karp, and directed by Gregory Heldrow. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just realized that it says grocery. I did too, and I'm like... (laughs) I'm hoping it's a girl. <laughs> I had an actual moment of, oh my god, what the hell's his name? <laughs> That's why it took a second. Bye. Uh, yeah, grocery. <laughs> I think our outtakes are going to be longer than the actual podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yep. So, director's name and. So, once again, a press release that gives away. A lot without actually giving away <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> exactly. I was really thrown by that last sentence, Rogers uncovers a crucial clue in his search for Eloise Gardner, because that's actually the first time they've used that name the entire season. And it's the name of an upcoming episode here in a few weeks. Yeah. And he hasn't actually said on screen anything about Eloise Gardner. So... I thought that was rather odd. Does that mean that Eloise Gardner is his daughter? Maybe. I mean, maybe the whole Tilly scene at the end of this last week's episode was a red herring because they did that back in season one with August and making us think that he was Balefire. Right. So maybe Alice really isn't Roger's daughter and this Eloise Gardner is. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So we do have some guest stars. We yep. have Mika Cox as Tiana slash Sabine. Emma Booth is back as the witch. We didn't see her last week, but we did see her two weeks ago. Yep. Daniel Francis as Dr. Facilier. Kevin Ryan as Robert. And Robin Givens as Eudora, who is Tiana's mother. And Ivy's there too, but I'm just making her a full star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ivy's there as well. Because <laughs> I was just like... Really? She's still a guest star? No, we're going to make her a star. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, who's this Robert? Who do you think he is? I don't know. Maybe just a guy who has like one line, so they have to include him in the guest stars. We'll talk about it later during the photo part. Yeah, okay. I, I see where you're going with that, yeah. Okay, so we got a promo. Yes. And... I'm so confused with this storyline and how they're doing the Frog Princess. I am not thrilled. So it starts off with Tiana's mom, and she says that they might have to sell the castle. Yes. And Tiana thought she was going to live her life as a princess, with filled with romance, and I'm guessing all the stuff that comes with being a princess, the castle and the jewels and all that other stuff. Yeah, and she says, you know, she thought she would spend her life 
you know, trying to find love. Yeah. Which I don't know. I get that maybe that's truer to the original tale and not necessarily Disney's The Princess and the Frog. Right. I've never read the original tale. So I'm long, not. Long, long time ago. So I don't even really remember it, to be yeah. honest. Last one of the interviews I've read in the past, I don't remember if we talked about it here or not, but they said they were going to joke go back a little bit to Princess and the Frog, which mm-hmm. is the Disney version. And in the Disney version, she is not a princess. She's not royal at all. Which is one of the things I actually really like about the Princess and the Frog. Right. And I, I like that she's not a princess and that she's not actually looking for true love. Yeah. You know, that that's not Tiana's mission in life at all. She actually has a very specific goal that has nothing to do with love, which is kind of what makes her extremely unique. Yeah, and she finds love while she's going for her goal. Right. So it's like an organic love. It's not a, oh, I see you, and now I'm going to marry you and have your babies, and we're getting right. married in two days. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sort of modern. Right. It's more it's more modern than say Sleeping Beauty where, you know, I love the love the Disney movie. Love oh, Aurora. Yes. But, you know, she doesn't really have any kind of goals or ambitions or anything besides finding this prince that she saw in a dream and then met in the woods and had a dance with and that's kind of why Tiana is such a cool character so I'm a little nervous. Yeah. So, but she comes across Dr. Facilier at some point, I'm guessing. And he gestures her into this room. I don't, I guess it's his, where he does his work. Yeah. And there are some pictures we'll talk about in a minute. It almost looks like it's a kind of cave. Okay. Yeah. It's really strange. And again, that's a pretty big deviation from uh, Disney's The Princess and the Frog. Obviously, with Once Upon a Time, they're setting this in the new Enchanted Forest, whereas... With Princess and the Frog, I mean, it had a very specific location of yes. New Orleans. Yes. Um, which played Nolans. very heavily. Yeah, Nolens, which is how Dr. Facilier and this kind of Voodoo culture that, that's down there could crop up and make sense. So, again, a little bit of confusion and a little bit of worry. Yes. But then Tiana asks, how did you know I was looking for a prince? And he gestures to a frog in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> So she's looking for a prince, um, I guess, to save her castle. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. A rich prince who could, uh, I guess, pull them out of debt, because that sounds like they're having some serious money issues. Yep. And then you see some magic is happening. And then at one point, Dr. Facilier sticks a, looks like a sword or a knife into a voodoo doll's leg. Mm-hmm. And that's all we see of that. Because... <laughs> Because they don't need to tell us anymore right now. Right. <laughs> I want to know but, who falls over and gets hurt. Right. And it's it's interesting that they haven't cast Naveen, nor have they actually said that they were going to. And in one interview that we talked about maybe two weeks ago, they were shooting, you know, toward the end of the season. And Mika Cox actually said they haven't cast him at all, which makes me think that there's going to be some sort of change in the story that uh, so that Naveen doesn't even exist, maybe. Yeah. But then, so that all is happening in the other realm. Do we have a name for that realm yet? I just keep calling it New Enchanted Forest. Okay. I, It's Universe B. <laughs> I just go the other realm. And then 
flash forward to Hyperion Heights, and Ronnie is in... I don't know where she is. It looks like she's in a bank vault or some kind of safe that you walk into. Well, it kind of looks like that, almost like the tower that Victoria was in two episodes ago when we first met the witch. Like, it yeah. kind of has that industrial look about it. Yeah, but it was like a vault type thing. It had all the things. One of the vaults was safes were open. Maybe it's her vault, actually. I mean, is that possible? Well, then why would she have... Okay, so inside one of the open safes, she finds a picture, and it's a picture of Regina and Henry when he was younger. Yeah, like season one younger. Yeah, like Jared Gilmore younger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it looks like... Well, they don't even really fully show it, but it looks like she shows it to him at the bar. But we don't know if that actually happened. They allude to that, Mm. but... We don't know if it actually happens. I wonder if it's Victoria's vault. Because I think they, it is. I mean, there we have seen that Victoria has this this location back in New Enchanted Forest where she's keeping Anastasia's semi-dead body. <laughs> and it would be very much like them with all the parallels they're doing between Victoria and Regina of season one that Victoria would have her... Uh, her own vault brought over, just like Regina had her halt, heart vault brought over. Yeah. But that's all we get of the promo. I don't like these short promos. Where's my Canadian promos? They are always good. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had those in a really long time. I know. I miss them. But we got a couple photos. And when I say couple, I really do mean a couple. And it really is, like, one scene again. Maybe two. Maybe two. Well, Two. Well, you see, okay, so it looks like Jacinda and Sabine decide to venture into some cooking or baking thing because yeah. they're in the kitchen. And I, it looks like they're at that chicken place that Jacinda works at. Yeah, Mr. Clucks. Yes. It looks like they're in that kitchen and there's something happens and there's a fire and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And Sabine actually puts it out with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, but Sabine does look really happy to be cooking, so it looks like they're keeping that element yeah. from the Princess and the Frog, because that's very big to Tiana's Ooh, story. I wonder if they're cooking beignets. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, that sounds so good right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's all we see in that scene. And then we switch to the other realm. Yeah, some from the other realm. And we have Sabine looking, or I'm sorry, Tiana at this point, in the other realm, all dressed up in... Kind of a yellow ball gown. So they're keeping Mm -hmm. that yellow color that Tiana often sports in The Princess and the Frog. She does look pretty. She looks very pretty. I like the dress. It's better than some of the dresses we've seen this season. Yeah. Sorry, Cinderella. The girls are hidden. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see some random guy. Yeah, I, I guess that's probably the Robert figure. That's what I'm saying. Is that supposed to be the frog prince? Is that who she... Like, when I saw it, I'm like, is that who she kissed and that's who appeared? It might not be Prince Naveen. Yeah, I mean, it's very much not Prince Naveen at all. No, not at (laughs) all. Very, very obviously. I mean, his name is Kevin Ryan. There's no... (laughs) He's a white boy. <laughs> yeah. Um if they made him into Naveen, there would be a very serious conversation that would have to happen. <laughs> yes. But um didn't Naveen have a 
like a manservant that traveled with him. What was his yes. name? Yes. Oh, I actually okay. I knew we were going to be talking about the movie, so I pulled up I'm, the Wikipedia. I'm page actually for on it. Wikipedia right now, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Lawrence. Yes. So that doesn't help us at all. No. Okay. Well, we tried. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm thinking that who's who Robert is. I mean, it would only make sense if they're going to follow at least some of the story. Yeah. But we'll find out on Friday. And then EW released a couple of first look photos. And this is of a scene with Tiana and Dr. Facilier. So we do see uh, our very first look at what I think is one of the best Disney villains. I love him. I love his song, Friends on the Other Side. It's amazing. (laughs) He is dressed pretty much as a carbon copy of the Disney film. I mean, if you picture what he looks like in the Disney film, this is just exactly that. Yeah. And it looks like he's taking Tiana inside his, and again, it looks like it might be a cave or like a room inside of a cave. And there are lots of uh, what I would call stereotypical voodoo imagery hanging around the walls. So they're obviously keeping that part of him as well. Yeah. Hopefully they'll play some of the friends on the other side music. I mean, it would be awesome if they could just get Keith David to just like randomly pop out somewhere and just start singing. I'd be okay with that. (laughs) So those are all the photos we have. Like I said, they didn't give us really anything. I, you know what it feels like? It feels like um, they were like, Oh, we need to put something out here. Just, and threw a couple photos on for it to keep people happy. Yeah, their photos for the past uh, like season two, two and a half, yeah, like season and a half maybe have been pretty lackluster. Yeah, but let's move on. We got an an interview from EW, which revealed a couple fun things. Yeah. First off, they did ask about Alice, who I think is kind of universally becoming beloved. I think a lot of people really like her. They were asked. Are we going to get more into Alice's backstory soon? And Eddie said, we're going to get into her backstory. We're going to get a snippet of why she's awake in this moment before the curse in the winter finale. And then we are going to be doing much more of her and her flashbacks in the second half of the season. We have a really fun arc planned for her. Yes. And so does this maybe include going to Wonderland? Yes, absolutely. It includes going to Wonderland for an episode, but in a different way than you think. We're really excited about Alice and Rose Reynolds, who plays her. So we have a lot of fun stuff for Alice coming up, both in Backstory and in Hyperion Heights. There's going to be a fun love story for her coming up. Yeah. And so I have to confess that I owe our audience like a thousand cookies because <laughs> I was very wrong about Alice being Rumbell Baby. Um, but I am going to put more cookies down on the idea that Alice and Drizella are the big LBGT Love. romance that's coming up. And we've, you know, we've known about this all summer that there was going to yes. be something like this. Um, And I think Alice dropped a very telling line in this past week's episode when she said that she had an ex-girlfriend who worked for uh, Victoria Belfry. And I think that's Drizella. So my my prediction is Alice and Drizella. That could be cute. I don't know what we would call them, though. I mean, every ship needs a name. And I haven't been able to come up with a good one yet. Drewless? Drewless? No, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Alzilla? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm sure the audience will be so creative and come up with something. Yeah. Tell us what we should call them, guys. Yeah, please. While you're at it, what are we calling Cinderella and Henry? Yeah. Because I have no idea. I've seen Henella. <laughs> that just sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't like I've seen like um Sinry, I've seen Glass Believer. What like are we that. what are we calling them? Need to know. These are important questions, guys. Yes, these are. Yes. You have to ship everything. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we have for you this week. I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at punk underscore bunny underscore eighty seven. Until next time, oncers.